We're into the home stretch. We'll get Lou in here before the top of the hour with a look at business. Of course, we've been talking about this periodically. This is uh, the trade arrangement that the Mexicans and the USA cobbled together, in principle anyway, and so Canada on the sidelines now, hoping to uh, get a seat at the table and make something out of this hash. And, uh, well, you know, supply management is one thing that Trump has isolated that he'd like to see Canada give up on, and uh, it's become a talking point with the political parties as well. We had Andrew Scheer on last hour, leader of the official opposition. He maintains that there's room for supply management. I think, in part, uh, he's beholden to the dairy lobby, which is not insignificant. That's really the reason that he is the leader of the official opposition in the Conservative Party. Uh, because they really kneecapped uh, Bernier, Maxime Bernier in Quebec uh, during the leadership convention, had to go to like 14 votes before it was decided. And uh, I guess it was Scheer who had more downstream votes. But uh, that being said, on this matter of, well, it's basically a staple, the dairy uh, products in our home, and is it fair to the consumer? Sylvain Charlebois. Charlebois is a professor at Dalhousie University. He also writes a blog for the Canadian grocer magazine called The Food Professor. And he's joined us on the line to put this into some perspective or context. Sylvain, it's a long time we haven't talked. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm appreciative of uh, the fact that, uh, you know, we want to stay uh, in this situation where, you know, because the Americans subsidize their industry and so on and so forth. But do you think this is something that we should willingly bargain away if only philosophically, uh, you know, on conservative principles, it harms a consumer? Hmm. Well, we should be clear on one thing. The Americans, or Mr. Trump, has never asked us to abolish supply management. All he wants is more market access, really. But, of course, if you reduce tariffs, so if you allow a lot of products to go into our market tariff-free, uh, you create an imbalance because the fundamental principle of supply management is to produce what we need. But as soon as you actually import products from elsewhere, well, you're producing too much. So you need to get rid of farms and quotas. That's really the issue here. And so we're actually going into a few days of negotiations really without a roadmap, uh, without a map or a compass uh, trying to figure out what supply management 2.0 would look like for years. We've had two camps. One on one side, we had people who wanted to abolish supply management, like Mr. Bernier. And on the other, you basically had the dairy farmers of Canada defending the status quo, thinking that it's the ideal that we have. But the world has changed dramatically the last 50 years, and, and Mr. Trump is sending us a clear signal. Well, it's interesting that you say if all he really wants is free access to our markets and uh, we take cheese from Wisconsin, let's say uh, if it's comparing apples to apples uh, and not mixing metaphors here, uh, Wisconsin cheese sells for a third of the price of, say, cheese made in Oka in Quebec, uh, and the consumer would favor the Oka cheese or the, uh, the Wisconsin cheese, it's going to hurt the producers in Quebec uh but that's a free market, though. Uh, they would have to adjust accordingly. They may still have their supply management, or they can do their quotas or whatever, uh, but they just have to scale it down, wouldn't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the farmers in Canada, if we, if we, if we focus this conversation on dairy specifically, I mean, dairy farmers can compete. They just, they've, they've chosen not to for decades, really. Uh, but if we are to open the market to American goods, they will need to learn how to compete, and we're not there at all. We have 11,000 dairy farms, 
And if you open up the market tomorrow morning, uh, you would end up seeing an entire sector collapse. And so, and, and for and for the sector to become more competitive, you need time. And if you look around the world, uh, in industrialized world, uh, all of the countries that have actually had a supply management scheme in the past took anywhere between 13 to 20 years to get rid of it. We're at year zero right now, and Trump uh, and Canada is under the gun to settle on a deal by Friday, which is really <laughs> ridiculous. Well, sure. Uh, and some people think that that's just uh, a ploy, a brinksmanship game that he's playing because it's it's got to still pass Congress. you got midterms coming up, and then there's 90 days where uh, Congress gets to vet it and vote but on John, it. John, think about the politics on our end. I mean, you got Canada... Quotas are controlled by provinces. You got two provinces going through an election right now: New Brunswick and the other. Guess who? Yeah, Quebec. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Quebec has forty percent of all the quotas in the system. So obviously, no politician other than Maxime Bernier, of course, will say, "Let's actually negotiate and deal." Uh, with the Americans and make sure that NAFTA 2.0 actually happens. It's not It's not going to happen at all. Sylvain, I'm kind of curious because, you know, the accusation that the Americans uh, subsidize their agriculture as well, but it's from the tax base. And the reason I think there's a distinction here that's important, uh, the marketing boards mean that they control supply and demand here in Canada. And uh, let's take Ontario, for example. And if people... Uh, are paying three times what they should ordinarily in a free market for milk, that's really a burden on the poor. It's a staple that's necessary, and uh, they can ill afford that. If the taxpayer base were to subsidize the farmers as they do in America, in Wisconsin, for example, is that not a more fair approach? So I I know a lot of people who are listening think that uh, the day we get rid of supply management, uh, we're likely to see uh, the price of cheese go down, yogurt, milk, etc. go down. Uh, it's a bit of a fallacy. Nobody really knows for sure what's going to happen to retail prices. At wholesale, probably. I would say it's pretty much a guarantee that prices will drop and processors will actually pay less for milk. That's, that's a given. But at retail, a lot of things can happen. Distribution costs in Canada are very, very high because we live in a, one of the largest countries in the world uh, with 37 million people. It costs a lot of money to move products around, especially heavy products like fluid milk and, and, and cheese. And so this is something we need to think about. Over the short term, I do expect prices to drop, but they may actually go higher than they are now. So the point I'm trying to make, John, I think we need to reform supply imagine It needs to change, but for the right reasons. All right. Well, the Mexicans and the Americans have a deal. A lot of that is predicated on agriculture as much as auto parts, I guess, uh, or somewhere in the neighborhood. It's still an important component, is it not? I mean, where would Canada be uh, if we're shut out of a deal? We don't get to export, correct? Exactly. And so we need to, uh, I mean, changing supply management or supply management scheme will send a strong signal to the world community stating that Canada is no longer a trade-reliant um, economy. It is now becoming a trade focus. 
economy, instead of actually looking at exporting commodities, we could actually export products, finished products. Uh, thinking strategically about the entire supply chain is something we've rarely done, particularly in agri-food. We hide behind 120 different marketing boards just because we want to contravail power and make sure that farmers do get the best price. Of course, we want farmers to get the best price possible, but we also want our economies to grow. And, well, to be efficient as well as looking after the consumer end of things. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the more, the more jobs we have, in, especially in rural Canada, because we we we're talking about agri-food, mm-hmm. uh, the better. I mean, at the end of the day, I think Canadians do want good Canadian products. Uh, they want good, affordable Canadian products. And right now they have little or no say, nothing. And so this is an opportunity for us to, 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 to make changes. The problem with this week is that we're really 15 to 20 years behind. We should have come into uh, this bargaining cycle ready to deal with someone like Trump. But, and and this, this, this was absolutely expected. No one should be shocked by, by, by this week. Uh, I, I, I don't think so. I think that this was uh, expected. But we're not ready, unfortunately. And finally, if we did open up the markets and uh, let's say, uh, you know, it was true free trade and agriculture, many people would still source locally, wouldn't they? Oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people are proud to be Canadian and want their, want some, some Canadian products uh, on their plates. But at the end of the day, of course, we want to, uh, again, like, like I said, grow the economy. You know, John, in 1970... Canada had 40,000 dairy farms. We're down to 11,000 under supply management. Mm. What went wrong? We actually set up supply management to save the family farm. We did not. Let's look at other models. All right. Uh, that's a very arresting statistic, and that has nothing to do with efficiency <laughs> or, you know, big agribusiness basically vacuuming up the no. small family farm, no? Absolutely. I mean, we're talking about family businesses. Yeah. They're disappearing because... Well, if essentially, some farms, are, I mean, because of genetics, we, we actually do uh, make more milk per cow, but also because we're not thinking about stimulating demand, we're just thinking about managing supply. Right. So we're not even thinking strategically about how to grow demand. Interesting. Sylvan, it's always great to talk. I appreciate your time with us this afternoon. Take care, John. And you. Yep, there you go. Sylvain Charlebois, professor at Dalhousie, also blogs for the Canadian Grocer Magazine, The Food Professor.